Today, it's Lake of the Week Day. No secret lake this time. A very popular lake. Doug Kingsley from the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office will have the details. Carl Adams will be in to talk about black duck and red lake fishing. We'll talk a little Lake of the Woods as well. And a reminder, tomorrow, the debut of the first new Fish and Paul Bunyan country song in seven years. Today, we kick off the show with the first Fish and Paul Bunyan country song ever released. Fishing pole keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for bunking country Well, checking in today with Carl Adams of Timberline Sports and Black Duck. Carl, first of all, thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, good, good to hear from you again. Let's take a look at what's happened over the last few weeks or so. We've had real heat. We've cooled down. Now we've got storms coming in and out. How has all of this uh, weather affected the fishing? Well, it affects the, the fish a little bit and the fishing a little bit and, and the fishermen some, too. Um, obviously, this is kind of normal for the middle of the summer where we get these patterns with uh, storms rolling through um it's some, one of those things you have to keep eye on we always get some heat i think we get a little got a little more this year than normal but we always get some heat in july uh, we know we're going to have some, a little bit of summer and that's what we're getting right now how has the fishing been overall because of all that stuff i think it has been a little spottier than uh, than normal um you know with that that warm weather um that being said there's it depends on the species uh you know the walleye fishing is probably a little slower but pan fishing has been very good the guys chasing bass have been doing really well uh guys that are chasing northerns fish bite in the summer uh when when there's a lot of heat out there you can always catch some fish it's just a matter of trying to catch uh if if you want to be real specific and catch a certain species or go to just a certain lake, sometimes it can be a little tougher. We'll take a look at the big walleye lakes in your neck of the woods in a moment. But you mentioned the panfish and the bass. So what are some good? I mean, you got, I know on that uh, scenic trail you got a ton of good little ba- um, panfish lakes. Uh, bass in those lakes as well, or where do we go for bass Me in your too. neck of the woods? And, 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 and that that's that's that stuff all doesn't get fished that hard. Um, that whole the scenic highway from all the way from. You know, basically Cass Lake, but anything north of Cass Lake, whether you got Moose Lake and Pamoosh and, and North and South Twin, and uh, have all been uh, are all really good bass lakes, um, and, and they have a lot of panfish too. Most of our panfish lakes have a lot of uh, uh, have a lot of bass in them. You know, Pamoosh is one that has already implemented that five uh, panfish limit that they're looking at uh, for next year on a number of other lakes. Um, I think Black Duck has also done that, and and that seems to have worked for those lakes as far as getting bigger panfish. It has, and and Gull Lake too, and and they put it on the first lakes they did. They put it on all were lakes that have uh, had nice panfish before, but it seems like the populations have got better in those lakes. And uh, and they've grown a little bit too, and then that's kind of the key thing you want to get uh, you want to get them a little bit bigger. So uh, that that's all working. Well, Carl, prior to the, the heat and the, the July uh, weather, how has walleye fishing been overall up north? Uh, you know, we, we had an excellent bite on Red Lake, and it, and it stayed actually really good all the way through the 4th of July. Black Duck itself was probably a little slower, so you did have to kind of pick and choose your lakes. Uh, you know, we had a good bite on, on Gull Lake just south of here. Uh, we had a pretty good bite on Island and Round. Um, 
but so you had to pick and choose. It wasn't uh, every lake wasn't hot. There was a few a few slow lakes and and the primary lake around here, Blacktick, was a little slower than normal. But some of the lakes were a little better than normal. Red, I think, actually stayed a little more consistent than normal all the way through the fourth. It's maybe slow to touch now, uh, but there's still fish to be caught up there. There kind of always is. So, what's uh, what's working for Red Lake right now? It's been a crankbait bite for a while, um, where it seems like it's the best way, or trolling spinners, just stuff that you're moving a little faster so you can cover some water and uh, and get on some of the, uh, be able to cover those fish have scattered a little bit. They're not in really tight groups, so you can so you can uh, cover some water and and get on some fish. They've had really good sizes there. I've talked to a number of guides that that that's where they've spent a lot of time this year is on red. I know a lot of guys on Winnie that are just that, that tend to do Winnie, but they're just waiting for those walleyes to to get a little bit bigger that are a little shy right now. They've spent a lot of time in red as well. It seems to be a go to lake when you need a bite. And it has been all this year, and then typically it is if we have, there's a couple things. In nice weather, the fish seem to bite better on red, and most other lakes they, they slow down a little bit. So it's been really nice during this. Uh, we've actually had a kind of extended uh, stretch of, of really nice weather where it was a little warmer, sunnier, not always a lot of wind. Uh, we've had a little bit lately where that's not that kind of weather where we have the storm fronts moving through. But Red Lake, if you get a nice, hot, calm day, the two best lakes around are Red and Lake of the Woods, and fishing seems to be better on those big lakes. Uh, not only can you travel around on the lakes and move to different spots a little easier, on that, in that really nice weather, that's just when they, those fish seem to bite better. You've got to really check your uh, your electronics very closely on red because, you know, we always talk about walleyes, you know, on the drop-offs and, you know, looking for those spots. Um, they're so subtle on red. It, you can't – it's it's hard to find them sometimes. They can be. Uh, again, uh, that's one of those lakes that it, it doesn't you're, – you're in really shallow water and electronics, it's a little harder to get good readings in that really uh, shallow water. Um and that, and that's that's part of the issue that that sometimes it has in the in the summer. But as they start moving out a little bit, which there's a few fish out deeper now, guys are going out and trying to locate some uh, schools of fish. But the biggest thing out there is you just got to cover water because they do uh, the fish seem to scatter after that initial time, um, you know, the early part of the season. And when those fish are scattered, you just got to cover water. There's still fish out there; uh, they're still willing to bite, but you just got to cover a lot of water to catch them. You mentioned black duck being slow this year. Is it a matter of uh, numbers, or is it just uh, they're just not biting? When you when you catch the fish out there and they do bite on occasions, we seem to have some, well, one day will be really really good, and everybody that you talk to does really well. And they catch these fish, and they're big fat fish. And we just have a big forage base, and I think those fish don't need to eat as it's easy for them to catch fish, and they don't need to eat as often. I think the lake's still really healthy. Uh, just we've had such a such a there's such a big forage base in there it's been a little bit tougher to catch them this year but the days they bite they seem to bite really well people do catch some nice fish um, and i kind of think that they'll eat up a lot of that forage by the the fall there's a lot of really small ones starting to bite right now and i think by the fall i think we'll end up with a really good bite out there later on in the show we'll check back in with carl talk lake of the woods among other topics but next it's lake of the weekday this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tech. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Lake of the week day, lake of the week day, lake of the week day, holy 
Hey, no secret with this week's Lake of the Week. We're headed over to Park Rapids. You can't help but run into it when you're in Park Rapids. Fish Hook Lake. Doug Kingsley is the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Supervisor. Well, he is for the moment. He's retiring next week. And, in fact, we'll have him on again next week to talk a little bit about his career and his journey with the DNR all these years. Good friend of the show. Great guy. Doug, welcome back. Hey, Kevin. Today we're going to talk about Fishhook. It's certainly one of the premier lakes in uh, in the Park Rapids area, right? The you know in Park Rapids actually, or next to Park Rapids, and a lake that uh, boy, there's a there's a lot of pressure on that lake. People love to fish Fishhook. You bet. It's uh, just about in the town of Park Rapids, so it, it's easily accessible. It's a good sized lake, about sixteen hundred acres. Um, and it has good access, and it's an awesome all-around fishery. It really is. It's got bass. It's got northerns. It's got walleyes. You know, whatever we like to fish for, it pretty much has. You betcha. And good numbers too. I mean, uh, across the board, right? You bet. Um, our last survey was in 2017, so it's been a few years now, but. Uh, Back then, and I would expect it still holds true, you know, we had really good populations of a real wide variety of fish. What is it about uh, fish hook that makes it so such a great fishery, such a fertile ground for fish? Well, I think one of the things is that it's good size, has a good variety of bottom substrates uh, that provide good spawning habitat for some species, it has good vegetation, a lot of good structure. It has shallow shelves with a lot of bulrush in, provides good spawning for some of the nesting fish species like bass, crappies, um, bluegills, and it has some good steep drop-offs for some of the open water species like walleyes, northern pike. So it, it's just a great lake all the way around. Okay. When it comes to walleyes, uh, I was just taking a look. This is a gag you noted a few uh, years ago, but, you know, almost six per gill net, a uh, good pound-and-a-half average size, a little, little more than a pound-and-a-half, actually. Yeah, our, our walleye abundance back then in 2017 was just about the middle of the normal range for lakes like fish, lakes that have similar physical and chemical characteristics. The sizes were good. Most of them were 15 to 21 inches. But we had walleyes up to 28 and a half inches in our sample. Um, we had good proportions of quality size fish. Those are 15 inches and larger. Good proportion of preferred size walleyes, 20 inches and larger. And even good proportions of the largest ones, the memorable size fish that are 25 inches and larger. Wow. And, you know, um, so many of your lakes have just really abundant populations of large and smallmouth bass, and this is no exception. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, we have, we have both species in there, largemouth bass, um, great largemouth lake. Um, we've been sampling with it, sampling it with the electrofishing for a number of years. The abundance of bass has kind of fluctuated up and down, but... Generally, it's better than average for Park Rapids area bass lakes and decent sizes of bass. Most of them, um, last time we sampled, were 13 to 16 inches, but we had bass up to 19 inches. How about bluegills and crappies? Crappies, uh, last time we sampled, the abundance was a little bit on the low end of the normal range, but 
and we didn't have a lot of bigger fish in 2017, but we did have fish up to, you know, crappies up to 11 and a half inches in some of the samples before that. Um, it, it may have just been going through uh, one of the population cycles that crappies are kind of notorious for. Um, about every four years or so, we get off a strong year class. And as that year class ages, you know, you get larger and, and older size fish. And back in 2017, we may have just had a cycle with more of the younger size fish, the smaller sizes. There, it's a really popular lake early in the season. There's really good fishing. There's some man-made boat channels on the southeast side of the lake that have dark bottoms and they warm up a little faster. And crappies kind of flock to those and, and congregate those in those and provide some pretty good crappie fishing. What about northerns? How's the northern population out there? Looks like there's plenty of them. Yeah, probably more than we really need. <laughs> um, abundance has kind of fluctuated, but it's generally increased since our very first sample in 1958. And <clears throat> we've had higher abundance of northerns than we'd really like to see since 1997. Most of the northerns in the last sample were 19 to 22 inches, and we really had very few over 26 inches. Now, we did have, you know, a couple fish up to 37 and a half inches, but not as many of those bigger size fish as we'd like to see. And that those new zone regulations for northern pike that were implemented back in 2018 um, call for no harvest of, of northerns between 22 and 26 inches here in north-central uh, Minnesota. And you can only harvest two over 26 inches in a bag limit of 10. And that should really help out a lake like Fishhook that has too many of the smaller-sized northern pike and not enough of the medium or larger-sized pike to help control those smaller ones. Fishhook is is on the Fishhook chain. There's uh, Fishhook River, of course, and there's a number of of very nice, very good lakes on that chain. It's uh, you, you can go up and down that river. I I think you can go up and down the river, right? No, no, you can't. Doggone it! No, it is part of a chain of lakes that starts up at Island Lake and goes through Eagle Lake and Potato, and then finally Fishhook Lake. And small boats might be able to get up the river from Fishhook towards Potato Lake, but you can't get into Potato Lake because there's a dam at the outlet of Potato. Oh, okay. Now, from Fishhook Lake, water goes south as the Fishhook River, and there's a dam right by our office about a mile and a half south of Fishhook Lake. And so boats can't go any further downstream than that. But that river, you know, for about a mile and a half there between Fishhook Lake and the dam provides some really good bass fishing. Oh, okay. Okay, great. You know, and, and again, um, we're not talking about these lakes, but you just noted like three other lakes on this river system that are outstanding. You bet, yeah. Uh-huh. From Potato, you can get into Eagle Lake pretty easily. There's a bit of a river channel between Island and Eagle that may restrict some of the bigger boats, but uh, all of those lakes are really pretty good all-around fisheries. Okay. And Fishhook, of course, is, is no secret and is a well-developed lake. Uh, um, I know a number of people who live on that lake, and uh, but it's a good one. There's just uh, there's a lot to do out there. Yeah, we have a number of tournaments that, that uh, fish 
on Fishhook Lake, including one of the biggest ice fishing tournaments in the area, uh, draws a pretty good crowd. Um, any concerns on Fishhook right now? No, not really. Um, Fishhook has some pretty good water quality. It's pretty heavily developed, um, but like I mentioned, uh, it's really good all around Lake. You know, you mentioned uh, when we were talking about Beltane that uh, your county has done an extremely good job of being aggressive against AIS. I'm assuming uh, we're, we're okay on that on uh, Fishhook as well? Yes, there's none that we know of in that uh, chain of lakes, that entire chain of lakes. Okay. Um, you noted uh, that uh, it's pretty easy to get on the lake. Where will we find our accesses? There's a, a county access that's right on Highway 71. So if you're coming down uh, from Bemidji, you know, you take Highway 71 south, you go past Atasca Park, and from once Highway 200 turns off by Atasca there, you go another nine and a half miles further south, and the county access will be right on the left there. Well marked, good parking. Okay. And again, uh, as we mentioned, pretty decent-sized lake, about 1,600-plus acres. Um it has a couple of uh, pretty deep spots, but not not generally a real deep lake. No, um, about well, about forty percent of the lake is shallower than fifteen feet. Um, it does have a maximum depth of seventy six feet, but uh, the average depth is 20, about twenty six feet. All right, it's Fishhook Lake. It's our Lake of the Week. Doug Kingsley from the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office. He's the supervisor there. Doug, thanks for your time today. Nice talking with you, Kevin. And again, Doug will be back on the show Monday as we review his career as he's ready to step down and retire after many years in the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office. Hey, once again, a friendly reminder about the upcoming first-ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, also sponsored by Coca-Cola of Bemidji. Really cool tournament, perfect tournament for this summer. All you need to do is download the Fish Donkey app, find the United Way Bemidji Tournament, and get registered with one $200 fee for your two-person team. You're in two tournaments. There's a bass tournament and a walleye tournament. Top five fish in each division will win the tournament. And, yes, you can win both sides of it. First place in each division, guaranteed, $3,000. You can fish any lake in Beltrami, Clearwater, and Hubbard County that has a public access, so everybody's equal. And you have three days to fish from 7 a.m. Friday, July 24th through 2 o'clock Sunday. It's catch, photo, and release and the Fish Donkey app does all the work. You can get more details at unitedwaybemidji.org or download the Fish Donkey app. Great cause. Going to be a great tournament. It's the Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, also sponsored by Coca-Cola and us at Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, plus Nailers, First National Bank Bemidji, Paul Bunyan Communications, Hills Plumbing and Heating, Amity Graphics, Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service, Acme Tools, Dick's Plumbing and Heating, L&M Fleet Supply, Northwoods Made and Tackle, Sanford Health, Visit Bemidji, and Northland Fishing Tackle. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Checking back in with Carl Adams from Timberline Sports and Black Duck. You mentioned Lake of the Woods. I've been hearing good reports up there. Tell us about Lake of the Woods. Well, Lake of the Woods, that big body of water, has a lot of fish in it. Mm. And uh, it's been just like a lot of other summers. Uh, it, it does seem like that bite up there state gets really good in July and August when some of our other lakes will slow a little bit. you got to pick and choose. Um, that bite stays really good. Uh, it, it's, it's 
there's more big fish on that body of water than any place else. So what we have is a lot of guys that, that make that trip up there or make, uh, you know, for a weekend or maybe even a day trip from the Bemidji or, or Blacktic area, you can make a day trip up there. If you know there's nice weather, you definitely have a chance to catch bigger fish there and bigger numbers there. It's, a, it's an impressive body of water. If we're going fishing and, you know, regardless of the lake, uh, basically what's our general uh, game plan right now? Where should we be looking? What should we have in the boat with us? Well, it, it, most of our local lakes have switched to more uh, leeches and crawlers. Um, that's going to be what most of the stuff, there's a bug hatch is happening. And I tell a lot of people, if you're just looking for a good time, go to a lot of our smaller lakes and uh, and just fish with a leech and a crawler, and you're going to catch a mixture of everything. There's uh, there's some uh, uh, bass, there's some some you know, there's there's going to be some panfish biting, some walleyes on a lot of those lakes, and you can get pretty good numbers of fish, so you can keep the keep everybody interested. Um, when you go on to the to the primary walleye lakes, some of them can be a little tougher, but if you find out which lake has the hot bite, we will see a lot of times in July and August. Maybe it will be a Bemidji, maybe it will be a Black Duck or an Island. We'll have one of those lakes that gets really hot. But it's usually not all of them at the same time, which, you know, kind of happens in the spring. You'll have to kind of pick and choose your lake if you're just looking for walleyes. But almost every lake that has a lot of panfish will have a good, uh, will have a good bite of panfish mixed in with other species. You can catch a couple of, couple of walleyes mixed in with some bass and some bluegills and some crappies. And, and, and then you can have good fishing on those lakes. Interested in your take on, on bass because it, I've noticed here, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the growth of high, the high school bass scene, uh, which is exploding all over the state, and also the college bass scene. We had the big uh, college tournament here. There seems to be more interest in bass fishing, and I think with probably the next generation more than anything. Um, what about up there? And, and that's what we're starting to see, and I think we're at the beginning levels of it, and I think we're also seeing a few more uh, just people from from down south that are traveling up here and they're just looking to get out and enjoy themselves on one of the lakes around here. Maybe they're staying on a resort. Maybe they're uh, staying at a motel. And that's kind of the key, isn't it, uh, Carl, especially with the, if you want to get kids fishing, is find something biting and just have fun. I mean, walleyes are great, and I love the taste of them, but uh, sometimes you just need to have some action. And that is exactly the case. And I said the, this year, especially, we're seeing more families come up uh, with their kids. Maybe the kids don't have a little league baseball, or they aren't getting a chance to do some of the, the, the summertime sports. And they and they're trying to get their kids into fishing. And and the most important thing uh, about taking kids fishing is is just remember that anything they bite, <laughs> we hear that all the time, where the guy catches a sheephead on red or on black tick, and and it's usually an undesirable fish, but it's, it makes the kids trip. It's a big fish, and it fights hard. And, and bass uh, have been one of those species that have done that, uh, too. Is they, they're a hard-fighting fish. They're, they're fun to catch. They're, they're uh, readily available on a lot of our lakes, haven't always been fished. Uh, and, and bluegills and crappies are another one of those species. They're in the middle of summer, uh, bite really well. And uh, we've seen more and more people doing that and which is great it's getting kids excited about fishing uh it's it's, it's making for a, a, a fun summer for a lot of families sure would have been cool to have uh, high school fishing back when we were in high school it would have been i, I said I, I know that would have uh, taken a lot of my time and i i think it's a great uh it's a great thing to get people into and and i i think kids love it and it's 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 working out really nice does, does black duck have a program yet 
We do not yet. They've talked a little bit about it. I think it uh, is for sure going to end up uh, uh, getting there. I, I think right now a lot of the kids are a little more interested in uh, the walleye fishing part of it. Uh, <laughs> but I think we'll start seeing we'll start seeing that with with uh, the team stuff. It's all it's all been bass, and I think that stuff is all just starting to catch on. Um, I saw I know it's caught on in Bemidji, uh, and they've done pretty well down there. Um, and I think that stuff is all is all going to catch on. Yeah, you know, the other thing that's gone really well here is is trap shooting, and I know there's a trap shooting team in Black Duck, so that uh, that lifetime outdoor activity being introduced at that level, uh, that's just great. That's good stuff. Yes, it, it is, and it, it, that's one over really well here. It's got a, a big following. A lot of kids are we're excited about it and, and are doing lots of shooting, and, and it's something they, they do for the rest of their life, and that's all, all exciting stuff. Well, I know that uh, we're still in mid-July, but it's not going to be that long. We're going to be thinking about hunting, and I know there's been a lot of talk that uh, it's been hard to come by ammo and, and guns, and it's because they've been very popular here. Um, what's your situation with that as we get ready for hunting season? We've had to work really hard to keep that stuff in stock, but we, we've done a very, I think we've done a very good job. We, we have most kinds of ammo, have been able to uh, keep it in stock. I, I hope we don't see... Too many shortages. I'm sure some things will because getting product has been a lot harder uh, than any other year I can remember. But but we're we're going to stay pretty well stocked. We're we, we're prepared. We know we're going to be a have a busy fall. I think there's going to be a lot of people excited about hunting. I'm already starting to hear some of the bear hunters and the goose hunters uh, start talking about stuff. Those are the first seasons that open up, um, and we're seeing some excitement already about that stuff. And and we're still in the middle of summer. I know. I know <laughs> so. we are. Well, Carl, um, if uh, people are going up fishing your neck of the woods, uh, they should stop in at your place. you got everything they need, plus great advice. Uh, what are your hours, and where are you located? We are right off Highway 71, the, the, the gas station, the Big Shell gas station, right, on, right north of 71. We uh, are open at 530 uh, every morning, except Sundays at 6, and we're open until 10 Sunday through Wednesday and from 11, uh, till 11 uh, at night on on Thursday through Saturday, so so we are open a pretty wide variety of hours, carrying all the bait, tackle, guns, ammo, and everything a person needs. All right, Carl Adams from Timberline Sports, talking fishing and a little bit more with me. Carl, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Thanks, Kev. Fish hail, Bob Barn, yeah. Country, country.